Hey guys, this is Jesus on the following Patreon listeners. Brownie Davis, Nadine Isabel, Tom Bransfield, David Ferdman, Leona Coffing, Eric, Maxine Mukahamadev, Duck Moo, Goat Throne Covenant, and Kevin Smith. Thanks for helping us trudge through the Viking cold. Greetings, and welcome to another episode of The Howling North. We are a fandable actual play podcast set in the savage world of Hellfrost, a realm of ice and snow where once shining kingdoms lay buried beneath the infernal cold. In this land of endless winter, three sparks burn against the frozen tempest. Our heroes, the god bloated. If this is your first time joining us, we welcome you. And if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and review us on iTunes. Now we return to our tale and to the Howling North. We are constantly treading on the water of half dead. Seems to me saving the ire is a pretty worthy cause. We've been fighting for so long, over and over again over the same strip of land. I've been thinking these thoughts for a long time. Where are we going from here, Rim? I believe into that dark tunnel leading deeper into the uh, mountain. Lead the way. I found... The longer I stay here, the more attuned I am to the forge. Much as if you move into a new home, you find that you can move your way through it in the dark. Even if you wake up, it's as if you're still dreaming. All right. I have an axe! Sorry, sorry, I couldn't help. Can we do like an ASMR intro? Like, welcome to the Howling. (laughs) (laughs) Today you will hear the Howling of the Wolves. (laughs) (laughs) No. Testing, testing. Why do we bother looking for free sound effects on YouTube when we have you guys? (laughs) Um, All right. So, game six of the Howling North. Yeah, Very exciting. Mm-hmm. How late? North. North. Yes. North. Yeah. We only say that because we, we, that guy was awesome. I know. That guy was so awesome. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I can't wait to get him for season two. Though we got to remember, everybody listening to this will have literally just heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we make the joke as if the intro isn't actually there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, as in the past, we're going to pick right back up in the middle of the action. Mm-hmm. So. So um, I killed God. And uh, sorry, what? I think that happens in game seven. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Jumping ahead. That's all right. Also, there are multiple gods. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So uh, the three of you are now returning to the vast cavern, which until very recently held the encampment of a beardless Cal and his host of Urknos berserkers. Yep. Unfortunately for Cal, almost the entirety of this force was deceived into a reckless headlong charge leading the battle-mad warriors to plunge into unknown icy depths. 
I almost feel bad about that. Almost. Yeah, the slip and slide strategy of combat. (laughs) OSHA really needs to get on this cavern because (laughs) anybody could have slipped down that thing. Somebody could have gotten hurt. It's a clear violation. public service by showing the dangers of that little slide. (laughs) And let that, and that, and that, and that be an example. Oh, that guy too. Be an example. (laughs) We're just like, infraction, infraction, infraction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I mean the the joke is on you guys. There's actually just like a really fun ball pit at the bottom of the, <laughs> of the, of the drop. All even the circuits are like, yay! Even a ball pit in Halden's land sounds terrifying. It's true. Well, it's true. They, also, if you fall 300 feet into a ball pit, I'm pretty sure you still die. No, They're no, down they... there in the ball pit with the ho- ball pit snake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you don't understand. They fall into a farm where they just get to play as long as they want. Right. <laughs> 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 it's a rainbow bridge all the yes. way down. All dwarves are <laughs> weaned on tails that their enemies end up in a <laughs> happy pasture. No, no, they're sleeping. They're all sleeping. Yeah. Look at the little guy all tuckered out from that axe to the head. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we're terrible people. I uh, know. We're. Yeah. 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 And as if to emphasize that. Um, you still hold that terrible victorious scene in your mind's eye mm-hmm. of men crashing and falling, spilled torches, revealing expressions of fury, quickly turning to terror as the berserks fell over themselves, clawing at the ice-covered stone while their shields and weapons skittered down ahead of them toward the echoing darkness. You remember how, in the final moments of desperation, even the bravest among the berserkers grasped frantically onto each other, the only purchase they could find on that terrible descent and only managed to pull each other screaming down until all the screams had been swallowed by the ancient abyss. Uh, Grimstead is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really psyched that I wrote that yeah, like, yeah. after we <laughs> joked how, about OSHA violations. And, how yeah. many times did... How many revisions did that one take? I, I well, like, I realized after the game, yeah. it's a pretty great moment. Oh, you yeah. know, it's just great, like but... you guys hiding off into the shadows as this entire force, you know. Yeah. I mean, just the chaos of the slipping, the sliding... Presumably people like accidentally getting stabbed and <laughs> the blood slick. I, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty I will say this about Grimstead. Like, scene. He's happy about the victory. He would do it again. But he does feel bad, kind of bad, just having him die by slipping down a slide of, instead of honorable combat. Yeah. I mean, he would I mean, still... Yeah, people do it, but still. Also, this is this is the forge of inestimable depths. Mm-hmm. They might not be dead. They could still be falling. Yeah. Yep. So just so you, guys, you know... It's a floating ranch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you guys yeah. want to know... Uh, if you'd like to know more about the uh, story of the uh, Everlasting Forge and the depths of uh, of unending sorrow, if we will, uh, then uh, please ask your local scald. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Tex, uh, for this thing. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can't see us. Thank God for that. Um, there, uh, Tex has given us all... What are these again? Uh, they are powerful magical items <laughs> um and so to uh they're they are um leather wrist bracelets yeah um, like wrap bracelet mm-hmm. things. yeah yeah exactly am i am i uh how do i tighten this thing again how do i can i just like slide this yeah yeah, yeah it all, oh i'm allowed size. to do that like yeah. i don't want to like break it yeah, okay yeah, i can't yeah, good yeah mm-hmm. good yeah just don't utter the dark inv- invocation scrawled in a <laughs> long forgotten tongue on the inside of not the... until we're seasoned yeah that's <laughs> Okay, uh, so now uh, it is just the three of you remaining in this cavern. Because uh, if you recall from last game, Cal has up and fled with... He did have a single remaining berserker with him. Mm-hmm. That, just him and his last guy. Um, and 
your torchlight again this cavern was brightly lit right because there were about 15 people in there before Mm -hmm. all with torches now there are none um but already your torchlight spills over the supplies and provisions that they left behind so we loot them Mm -hmm. you loot well yes um i mean we could give chase but i think we have time we are constantly treading on the water of half dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. yeah. So let's uh, let's not make the same mistake and uh, loot. Great. Yeah. So if there's anything, I mean, any common items of the type that you've been able to find so far when you've been going through, rummaging through the uh, supplies left behind by berserkers, you'll be able to find again. So if you're short on arrows, mm, yeah. um, if you need more torches. Yep. Yep, I definitely fill back up on, go on torches and, yeah. and arrows. Yep. Without going into the... great detail to everything I've left behind, I think we can more or less just like call this a uh, a video game crate that yeah. refills whatever bar of yeah. supplies. Do we, yeah. we use any of the food and water? Because I have uh, six pounds of food and water. How much of it have we used since we uh, we grabbed this these items last? Well, time? it's been fifteen minutes. I believe. <laughs> yeah, I game. mean, it has. Yeah, it's been. <laughs> okay, so okay. it hasn't been a huge amount of. It's been, I think, a couple hours. You, you okay, guys then. were. Yeah, I don't um, think we sat down to eat or anything. You might so have. Had, you you know, probably pulled some swigs from the water skins. Yeah, which but you nothing. Could refill. Yeah, no, okay. nothing. Nothing substantial. Okay. That way. Um. Is there anything else in particular you folks are looking? I mean, obviously, there are weapons and and things. At least yeah. the ones that didn't get pulled down into the darkness, mm-hmm. um, but nothing to rival your current war gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I'm at my limit, anyways. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just refill Loving, on, on arrows and uh, grab an extra torch or two. All right. Excellent. All right. Uh, and while gathering supplies, you can begin now to discern the full dimensions and details of this vast chamber. Um, the small light of your torches is insufficient against uh, the enormity of the space, but you can make out small sections of the room at a time and see that this was once a great hall carved into the mountain itself, um, but now a treacherous and frosted ruin. Uh, the floor was made of massive flagstones, each the weight of several men. But these stones have been cracked and ruptured, uh, sticking up at odd angles and crushed as if by falling rocks from above. And you also find broken remnants of columns like the stumps of great trees, which, when whole, would have reached up all the way to the crumbling ceiling. Whether this ruin is the product of great ages of wear or some shifting in the mountain itself, you can't be sure. All you know that you are in a place of long ages past across time that cannot be measured in winters. Um, And this is, again, none of you have been into the forge. Very few citizens of any of the clans of Alden's Land have. Um, But now that you've discovered, you know, a runic script um, that is recognized by our half dwarf hero, our dwarfkin hero. Mm you know, it, it was never in the uh, in anybody's collective memory that there were structures built into or inside the mountain. Um, so the more you discover of, you know, a stone craft that that a is lost, forgotten, and b is just on a scale that you know you wouldn't have imagined. Um, this is definitely different than anything that you've heard about the mountain. Yeah, but also, why would it not be recorded? I mean, obviously, you would want the Oh, fuck it, I'll say it in character. Yeah. As, yeah. as, uh, 
as we walk through the 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 cavern. Sorry. Drinking from an Elkhorn. Yep. Elkhorn Stein. Fun, but it, my glasses make it. Strangely, if you're a nerd and drinking from an Elkhorn Stein, somehow that combination makes it really difficult. <laughs> um, I think you're, I think a good Stein is supposed to spill a fair amount of ale, mead, blood of your enemies, whatever, into your into beard. Your beard. Yeah. I think if it's you, designed yeah, to do yeah, that. If you yeah. don't have a beard yeah. and, your, and your shirt is is marked with your shame, yeah. your, your shame we, drink. We all have beers. I just realized that yep. for this Viking kit. Yeah. Yep. yep. I don't Some know why more. else you guys have beers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got beards on yeah. beards. Yeah. 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 Uh, so as we walk through with the echoing sound of our footsteps and the shallow breathing that we all make to conceal even our position uh, audibly and the hiss of the uh, of the the molten ash that falls from our torch because remember old time torches do not yeah. work like in yeah. Hollywood where they just kind of right. burn they, they spit and they hiss and they and yeah. they just drop burn like, much faster than they're supposed to yeah, yeah. exactly because uh, animal fat is a big way that they're, yeah. that's a big part exactly. of the fuel that you're burning uh, Baldrin uh, speaks up and says this doesn't make any sense if there were structures in the home of the ire then we would know about them because we would want to give glory to those who were so revered as to build things for the mountain well as i remember from told by my father and mother the dwarves did not allow anyone into the forges into the mountain it was they saw very brief moments or aspects of the insides of the dwarven holds. But still, wouldn't the Ire want there to be a record? Hmm. Maybe the Ire care about other things than simply keeping records. Hmm. Or is the pity? Baldrum looks over at Grimstead. <sighs> if we keep going like this, then... It may support your stories about dwarves, Grimstad. <laughs> I don't know. I think we need more evidence before we can really claim there were dwarves in these in the forge there. <laughs> An investigator. How human of you. <laughs> <laughs> Snipers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um and so exploring the full space of the room um as you gather supplies uh and um you know you're moving across this uh ruptured floor with the fallen chunks of stone it's uneven but treacherous but as long since you're not moving across it quickly um i don't think we'll need any rolls um and it culminates in this um monolith with that same same strange runic language carved in enormous symbols into the stone itself uh and there is a um very sketchy looking wooden walkway uh and rope ladder going up to where you first saw beardless cal standing and as i recall we watched as one of the berkers berserkers went across that and climbed himself just so we could see how he did it yep and that's okay. and that's also yeah, absolutely yeah okay oh, and you saw, remember you saw ria the member of the yep. ire that you met with she came down from up there because uh, okay. she was meeting with cal mm -hmm. right right so shall we climb I believe that Rim is most likely feeling uh, very curious as to what 
this plank and the things beyond hold? Well, this one clearly hold one thing. The high ground. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I start I start uh, making my way up. Uh, you start climbing the, the rope ladder? Yep. Okay. Yep. Give me a climbing roll. Can this do. is a heavily frosted and ancient oh boy. Okay. rope ladder. Yeah, that's uh, the 46. Please don't die in the beginning of the game. Heavily yeah. frosted and ancient, so we're climbing Guy Fieri. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We've got a wonderful show for you tonight. The Foo Fighters are here. <laughs> That's, That's pretty five. good. Right, so I got a five. You make it. Also, yeah. Guy right. Fieri is probably younger than us. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, you managed to make it up to the rope yep. ladder and onto the platform itself. Right. Um, and you can see that the uh, the platform encircles the the stone monolith, mm-hmm. and uh, on on one end serves almost like a widow's walk or a balcony. And this is where Cal was addressing the. Um, Cal the Beardless uh, was addressing the Berserkers mm-hmm. um, and engaging in some repertoire with uh, uh, Beldrin. Mm-hmm. Um, and the that walkway continues around to the other side of the monolith where you see a, uh, an entrance. Um, it sort of uh, slants upward uh, into a little ramp um, into what looks like a continuation of the tunnels that brought you here. All right. And I see no, no trace of anybody remaining up here. So far, no. That the uh, the hard packed frost that has covered so much of this subterranean world um, is here as well, uh, and is not dissimilar from snow in its yeah. texture. So you can see that there are footprints. Right. I mean, up and down, but your your you know hunter's senses quickly can determine that people have been passing in and out of here. Um, okay. But nothing beyond that. All right, and there's nothing up here that I could uh, lower down to make their climbs easier. Um, you could try to repair quickly. You can make a crafts roll to try to repair the uh, yeah rope no ladder. Crafts. Uh, you could probably. I, I'd say that's survival too. The rope work. All right, yeah, that makes sense. All right, yeah, survival. I can totally do. Let's uh, a d six or d d six. Right, d six. Um, the mildly darker one is the wild die, just in case it matters. Uh, oh, that's a five on that one. Okay, so, great. Mm-hmm. So that'll make it less treacherous for for you folks. You're able the one of the, one um, uh, of the main strands of the ladder w- was actually as frozen and snapped in half, and yeah. you're able to reattach it. So now you know you don't get the crazy swinging that you got the first time you gotcha. made your way up. That's important on yeah. a real life yes. level. That freaks yeah. me out. Right. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah, come on up. I'll climb. Hurrah! Six. Nine. All right. How is that reading, by the way, the clicking of the dice? Is, is that it's spiking? not bad, actually. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, cool. You can always roll. If, 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 if not, no. we can always yeah, roll downstairs or on yeah, your lap. I'll put it on the book now. Yeah, let's, let's do downstairs. Only because um, uh, future editing uh, done by me, um, it might be it might register as something completely different once we save the, uh, the file. All right. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, cool. Um, uh, uh, we, uh, I'll... Get us all uh, cheap rolling mats that I got for uh, yeah. Brian Angelo's yeah, yeah. place. They're like three bucks, and they're meant for keys and stuff next to your yep. bed. Oh yeah, that's and a great idea. Perfect. Oh yeah, so, we can just put it on the tabletop. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry for the uh, for the interrupt. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'll climb now mm-hmm. too. Oh, you said you have my real dice, Tex. Is that accurate? Uh, I do indeed. I have your the golden rollers. Yep. 
Yes. Double ones. <laughs> I, swear to, I swear to Christ. Oh, wait. I got to give Ben. Oh, oh right. yeah. Speaking of gold. You fall so, back down. Start rolling. Keep rolling. Go mm-hmm. down the chute. Join the, <laughs> join the rest of them in the ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> the ball pit. Is that? Okay. That is officially what I'm going to call anybody who gets knocked off of a, cre- a crevice or like a ledge. It's like, where'd he go? Ball pit. All right. Okay. Oh, we, you have, get... we have an extra menu. All right. Actually, he... You get you have luck, so you start with next one. Uh, do right? I have luck? I don't think I have luck. You don't have luck? Nope. No, I do Thank not. You. Wow. <clears throat> All right, we got some bennies. <laughs> don't have luck, but you do have honesty. <laughs> yep. Still doesn't give you an extra. <laughs> <laughs> but it fuck. makes you feel good. Honesty yeah. fucked me yeah. again. <laughs> Hindrance, honestly. Yeah. All right. What's up? Okay. Um. So roll your uh, climbing. So roll uh, either your climb or the 1d4 minus 2. Okay, I've got about that. Okay. You don't oh. have climb? No. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you guys get all these points? Oh, right. I have persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can talk to the rope. Tell, tell it about its feelings. <laughs> that's like the that's a great dwarfkin interpretation of that, you know oh i'm sorry you don't have the craft scale <laughs> maybe you can just talk maybe you can sweet talk that hunk of iron into a fine blade that's funny oh that's weird i don't have a d4 in this did i nope. accidentally buy or it might have been kind of mixed you just i told you the, the, the golden oh, wait, yeah, I do. the yeah, golden I do. high rollers they don't include a lowly d4 got stuck all right here we go uh, that is a one, but not a natural one. Not a natural one. Uh-huh. That is just a one. That is just a straight up one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, wait. So you got a one on the on the main climbing as well as the wild die. No, no, no. no uh, you have my three, wild dice, but minus two. My wild. Oh, right. Dice, minus two. Uh, I rolled yeah. a two, but it's minus two, so it's zip. Right. Yeah, right. And on my D four, I rolled a three, but it's minus two, so it's yeah one. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. You're about halfway up the ladder. You're making it. This. this is. Uh, again, wooden plan. <laughs> now I'm describing the mini train, which I didn't bring with me because you guys were like, I don't want to have a fight. But there, there. are pictures and they're lovely. But there are pictures, so everyone can yeah, yeah. <laughs> can follow along <laughs> the visual guide. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a rope ladder with wooden planks, um, and uh, many of which were broken. But uh, the one of the main strands. I wonder structurally what like the major strands of like a ladder are called you know well, like the main str- struts are the thing oh yeah struts go across anyway yeah. the, the 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 vertical rope the important things that just failed yeah, yeah. exactly yes. so um you the, get the things that just failed we're gonna call them the karen <laughs> are you listening karen <laughs> god you need to get over that um <laughs> so <laughs> and also you need to stop dating ladders <laughs> Um, so you are, uh, slowly making your way up hand over hand on these frozen over planks. Um, but the exhaustion of the last couple hours is really catching up with you and the cold has gotten deeper, uh, the more you've progressed into this underworld and you find yourself shaking pretty violently about halfway up. Um, and then with a crack, you, uh, the, the repaired rope. Uh, that was fixed by Hrim snaps and you're now you're still holding on to the ladder, but you're halfway up uh, about 15 feet off, up off the ground. Um, and remember, not just ground, but extremely treacherous, pointy, uh, stony, icy 
ground. And if I recall correctly, we had to pass, we had to go over a plank over another pre- uh, precipice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Do we have a rope on us? I can't remember. Uh, I do. <laughs> Man. I do. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I do remember Dave saying that Belgian grabs rope. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So. I'm glad that we're in a boondock right. scene <laughs> scenario. Can you throw me the rope? In your, in your fucking rope. Your, uh, if you pick one hand off of this, you're falling. Okay. There's uh, no way. I am a little occupied right now, Grimstad. I'm going to try to pull on the rope that he's holding on and try to pull him up. Try to lift up the Try to lift up the rope. Great. Give me a uh, strength roll. Um, mm-hmm. And this is going to be minus four. Um, because four. this rope is frozen nearly solid, mm-hmm. so uh, it is both slippery and not very rope-like. And it's just a quick yeah, idea. Yeah. It basically maybe- does nothing you want a rope to do except <laughs> sustain a little bit of weight. Yeah, maybe both of you want to. Do no, this? I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna I yeah. was gonna uh, assist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, uh, <laughs> like so, to, so to do that because there's only one person because now there's only one attached. Yeah, but yep. I can I can maybe like provide more counterweight for him. Yeah, it's true. Like, you can have, so we can make this an assisted roll. Yeah. You'll get a plus one, mm-hmm. um, which is going to balance against the minus four. So going to be minus three to this minus roll. three to this roll. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Straight strength roll. So that is a minus one. So that's going to just be an eight. Well, minus three. Hmm? Oh, sorry, still, minus three is an still eight. higher than four total. Yeah, yeah. So so good because it's, uh, I, I rolled a wow. twelve. Yeah. All right, minus three. It's an eight. Nice. That's pretty great. So that's All right. with a raise. I mean, wow. sorry. Sorry, I wrote 11 minus 3 is an 8. Sorry. I'm mad. All right. It's so yeah. Grimstad with some <laughs> lumbar back support <laughs> <laughs> from Rim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I imagine it's just Rim just standing next to him screaming. and like, fucking pull that rope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like to hear assist too when there was no physical assistance whatsoever. Yeah. You're a maniac. Maniac. <laughs> yeah. Ghost, just do it. <laughs> I didn't hear no fucking bell. <laughs> you know what's at the bottom of that rope? An axe. <laughs> 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 um all right and hand over hand um you're uh you you're sort of squat you squat down and you can feel the icy floorboards of the walkway oh. creaking underneath the i heard a beat for some odd reason no, sorry guys. what you were saying um so the the walkway is straining underneath you with the increased and mm-hmm. you know the concentrated pressure of your planted feet um but you manage to hand over hand pull and you know you're you're Hands after this are just freezing and bur- you know burning with cold at this point. Um, but you you manage to pull it up and uh, grab onto the hand of your comrade and pull him up onto yep. the walkway. <sighs> Belgium rolls onto his back and takes a moment, and then lifts up a an exhausted arm and just pats near where Grimstad's shoulder is. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Grimstad. You passed the test. <laughs> you can now explore more of the. And then I hold up two shaky hands and make the uh, and make the um, uh, air the air quotes dwarven structures. And I lean in closer <laughs> and go like, you know, you should work on your upper body strength. I suggest swimming. Uh, maybe I should practice swinging an axe. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> super effective. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where are we going from here, Rim? I believe into that dark tunnel leading deeper into the uh, mountain. Lead the way. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, you, 
this corridor that you've now entered uh, quickly narrows, and you once again find yourselves having to walk a single file as you continue down. Um, other than moving forward, so so you guys know the uh, the basic state of play. Rhea, the ire that you met with, uh, told you about this. You, you know, after she left this cavern with Cal, told you of their plans to get the ire. Um, mm-hmm. You know that Morgara is now on the table. Um, oh, that would just be just as a reminder. That that would be um, uh, uh, the bear man's sister. Yes. Yep. Uh, I think she would like me. Like, Who terrifies like... all sane people. Yeah. Yes. Four, yeah. four Claws, uh, infamously badass sister. Yeah, here, here's the problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> the big plan of the Urknos was to ask Four Claws to not fight. And I can only assume they asked the same of his sister, to which she said, no. <laughs> <laughs> so unlike unlike or, uh, unlike uh, Four Claws, who you know just came out of retirement, <laughs> like she's fresh. Yep. Yes, indeed. Um. Oh, you mean the, the Helig plan to ask Four Claws not to fight? Yeah, I'm sorry. Try. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry. No, that's right. For a second, I was like, did I fuck up and say the wrong? Because <laughs> I know it's particularly when you're dungeon diving to have the the overlay of uh, um. Court courtly Viking politics can, can get a little complicated, so Fair totally enough. fine if anybody needs a refresher. Um, but uh, so now you know from Rhea that the Urknos were told to come here because the eldest of the Ire had unlocked something um, and was behaving in increasingly troubling ways. Fucking, that's right. Yep. right. Corrupted by an eldritch god. Uh, she... Unlock something or brought something back? She, like... she brought something from below. Mm. Yep. Um, and no particular... Uh, what was her name? I'm sorry. Rhea? Or Rhea. The, the... The eldest. The eldest of the uh, Iyer. Let me pull it up real quick. And Rhea is the name of... The youngest Iyer. Youngest Iyer who's uh, ostensibly... Who's for- formerly Urknos. Yeah. And is the one who invited... Um, these folks to come in the first place, and which it's now regretting. Yeah, most now... agree, bad idea. Yeah. yeah, I never thought when I invited the insane clown posse to my party <laughs> <laughs> that they'd make such a scene. <laughs> such a scene. <laughs> um, yeah, I should probably check the everyone to, to see if any if there's any other. Um, Hilver, Hilver's the eldest name. So, so she is the eldest. She's the Ire. eldest of the Ire, and that she brought something up from below. Um, and Rhea didn't go into specifics, but did mention the worship of gods that a god or gods that don't exist in the pantheon that all y'all are familiar with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which is new to us. Said, yes, and she said something cryptic about. Not all the gods that we worship are the gods that are known. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is stupid. This yeah. is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> stupid ire. <laughs> what did they tell? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Any, any other questions? Uh, that actually, while we're at it, nope. from about the the basic. Mm, well, from me. So. The Urknos are here at the bequest, at the request of Rhea. 
Yes. And she thought that they would help her do what? Uh, confront him. Hilver and stop Hilver's descent into uh, increasingly um, meddling with powers that uh, she either didn't understand or had taken control of her. It was unclear, but Rhea definitely indicated that Hilver's um, fall had something to do with the increasing presence of ice that you've seen everywhere. And her family decided, oh, okay, um, after we kill everyone, let's that's a good way to ki- to solve the problem, right? Right, right. She so, didn't think that the Urknoss, she wasn't planning to have uh-huh. the Urknoss come uh-huh. capture or harm the Ire. She, it was her last uh, effort because, because uh, remember, Hilver is um, Svetlana's sister, uh-huh. Svetlana Windworm, who is the sovereign, uh, the Jarl of House Helig. Mm-hmm. And, I and, did not know that. And Svetlana was uh, pronounced god-blooded, right, right, remember? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but late in life, which is more or less unheard of and controversial, so there was a feeling that, so the what Rhea said, and this might be something you guys want to talk through in game a little bit, because... It was a lot of information at once, but you were in the midst of dealing with a whole host of berserkers mm-hmm. in terms of your sort of uh, path ahead, mm-hmm. um, because obviously this affects your own, your own clan as well. Um, because the uh, Svetlana asserting claim over the entire island was driven in large part by, I mean, obviously them the Helix discovering a you know passage to the west. But the sort of religious overtone of that, the like mythic, you know, theocratic, like mm-hmm. I've been chosen by the gods thing was mm-hmm. enabled by the fact that coincidentally, mm-hmm. the Jarl of House Helig, as Helig makes this enormous discovery, is also proclaimed to be god-blooded, mm-hmm. like the three of you. Um, and uh, that Rhea described that as being an effect, that decision or that choice to anoint Svetlana as god-blooded as being an extension somehow of this corruption or mm. madness that has seized Hilver and that um, Rhea saw as being endangering the entire island. Um, and then... Uh, Svetlana, what, what, what's her... Windworm. Form? Windworm, and she's the... She's the Jarl of House... He- the head of House Helig. Uh, and she's also the only woman Jarl on the on the island. Um, and you you're not sure how any of this how this ties in. But uh, again, as a reminder, you were also given because I know it's been a while since we did the game. You were also given this strange vision. Oh yeah, that was uh, we like, remember that show. Right. <laughs> yeah, that Rhea described. And this is something that the like the the Iyer's powers of healing are often connected with their you know their role as like the spinners of fate, mm-hmm. not unlike the Norns, which is you know the, the three goddesses um, that are sort of the goddesses of destiny, which which mm-hmm. are both part of the pantheon, but also set us up or you know occupy us for different. Mm-hmm. Uh, realm of um, divinity um, their powers of healing are also are connected with a certain prescience and like the eyes of the gods mm-hmm. um, so you know when, when Rhea healed the three of you and you received that blessing um, you also received this pretty terrifying vision of a vast infernal glacier that was swallowing up whole and 
and those types of visions i mean you don't know if they're if it's like a dream if it's metaphorical if it's you know if it's a vision from the past from the future you know that's mm-hmm. m- much like like so much else in your culture um you know there's a lot open to interpretation that's why you have scalds mm-hmm. i'll tell you what's, and ire <laughs> uh, fair enough i'll tell you what's in my notebook right now uh, a giant sentient glacier is coming to eat us. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, now that you have first strike, you can just figure out its course, <laughs> lay in wait, and then ambush it when it yep. comes within your reach. Yep. You may kill us, glacier, but in thousands upon thousands of years, <laughs> humanity will take its revenge against you and your kind. <laughs> you, and your you and your polar bear, bear minions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's sad. That's sad. Oh, you're not the only one to kill a polar bear Grimstead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, dub- I'm really d- doubling down on the whole like underlying theme in Hellfrost of just like Mother Nature's revenge. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I can't wait to... Except uh, the Hellfrost society civilization, as far as we know, didn't really do anything to deserve. Like fossil fuel consumption was yeah. not a problem. <laughs> Carbon emissions. Yeah. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what the ancient civilizations were up to. Uh-huh. Um yeah, so giant sentient iceberg coming to eat, eat yep. you all. That's Fair pretty enough. accurate. Um, but the three of you have not had a minute's rest to discuss this. Ooh, I mean, yeah. you met you met Rhea. You met before that. You met the ogre knight who brought you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, who was the one Good who sent guy. you towards this cavern? Then you saw Rhea leaving the cavern. Yeah. You haven't even gone back um, to. Uh, talk to Cuthbert, for instance, or to, but it wasn't clear. Rhea said that Cuthbert had moved on, but mm-hmm. uh, about his errands as the you know remaining warden of the forge. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys have lots of process. Yeah. Ogres exist. Um, dwarves po- exist. Dwarves, theory. You know, they, they have. <laughs> um, <laughs> there may be a giant sentient iceberg. Coming <laughs> All which, of which gen- by the way, after I wrote wrote uh, some of the stuff for this game, I went back randomly and uh, because I don't remember what got me on it. I think looking at like Hellfrosty like content. Do you guys remember the the really really bad uh, animated Fire and Ice? Yes. Yeah. I didn't realize that's like a like I I feel like I only saw snippets of it when I was younger, probably because it's like definitely not child What's appropriate that's a frank frenzetta frank frenzetta he was the was one that yeah. drew all did all the amazing it's, like conan artwork and it's just like it's like soft core animated like yeah, take, crazy yeah it takes me to like a fantasy land where the ice is like taking over or something. Yeah, yeah there's but there is and, and, and the bad guys are is, basically piloting like a giant yeah it's yeah. fully old school like babes and barbarians type of thing yeah yeah, yeah. heavy metal like original heavy metal type yeah, yeah before yeah. heavy metal existed there was fire and ice yeah, yeah. anyway so i i was like just look i watched like the first 15 or 20 minutes of that and i was like oh yeah there's a giant iceberg mm-hmm. not that it's a literal thing necessarily i'm just yeah. saying speaking of you know think ideas we think we come up with <laughs> yeah. you, you you thought what was I thought I came up with icebergs, guys. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that glaciers are my idea. Also, are we a, have we uh, yet to are we yet to run into uh, babes and broadswords? Uh, the clan is that, is <laughs> babes that a and broadswords, right? Yeah, is that is that is that what Arknos was going to be? Because I feel cheated. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't uh, met Forpa's uh, Forkloss sister yet. Yeah, it's true. yeah, it's true. I, I'm, as, yeah. I'm assuming yeah. she's coming full scantily on. Like, and if it's know, one thing that Fandible right. is known for is that we like to sexualize. Sexploitation. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Precisely. Yeah. Right. Oh, is she a mute that carries a katana? <laughs> <laughs> 
Mute carries a katana, wearing a fur bikini. Yep. All yes. set. Exactly. Yep. yep. Sorry, sorry, listeners. Uh, we were uh, we were tossing about the uh, the uh, the usual... horrible racial stereotype of yeah, or gender stereotype, or gender stereotype we of the mute about... warrior woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, exactly. And ran. Okay, just just related things since we're talking about it and mm. continued digression. Mm. Um, <laughs> it is, and actually, listeners, anybody who listens and also enjoys using miniatures in their game. We are always looking for good suggestions for non chainmail bikini female <laughs> minis because yeah. it is a small market. <laughs> and I actually had a really good Twitter chat with a relatively new uh, mini maker who actually, I was surprised at their honesty, really broke it down. They were like, look, I wish I could say this wasn't the market, but the vast majority of yeah, like chain income. Chainmail bikinis com- sell. Which just befuddles. Like, yeah. I mean,. Take, yeah, like okay, but does it? Pa- I don't know that there is any. I mean, obviously, all of us like wholeheartedly embrace the nerd, but mm-hmm. like you know, when you get into mini painting, you're that's pretty next level shit. Mm-hmm. In ter- you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, and uh, I don't know, maybe the movie Ronin made it cool. But you guys remember that weird <laughs> scene in Ronin when the guy's like uh, painting? Yeah. He's got the like mini samurai. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> Ronin did not make it cool. But then, like, <laughs> not only that, but you're like painting scant- like miniature scantily clad. Like, it's just like, well, because that okay, really this is, is a, a huge market. There's like people a, with vast collections of like swimsuit edition, yeah, yeah. 28 millimeter, like barbarian women. It's just, yep, yep. I am, I I'm, not, I'm naive, and I shouldn't be. I should know better. There's a lot to unpack about it, but I think that when it comes to uh, strides to incorporate more uh, women into uh, gaming, and again, I'm kind of the outside looking in for wargaming. I used to do wargaming when I was a teenager, very briefly. I knew a lot of the people who did it. Um, And the idea is like, yeah, you basically, you get miniatures that you would like to see in a video game or in a movie. And it's not often given a lot more thought than that. Yeah, I guess Um, so. So you want your barbarians to be impossibly, you know, pecked and biceps and you want your uh dragons to be uh large and menacing but unfortunately because uh, again the uh, listeners by all means ch- uh, chime in and we'll get back to the game in a second i think it's mostly like it's mostly dudes who just want to see chicks in bikinis with swords yeah and like and and they just want a bunch of them and stat them out and then use them or whatever uh for for war gaming or for or for miniatures for for games like this um, but I, I, I don't have the stats for how many women get involved in miniature style gaming. Uh, or I even am, because I, like I had to be reminded and yeah, let's get back to the game, but <laughs> I'm, I'm myself getting on a, but I culturally to me, it's fascinating. Like a, a lot of, many of these minis are not for play. Like people collect them yep. and paint them yep. okay, as, that like, as like weird little art objects, you know, um, I mean, mine aren't weird little art objects. They're for a purpose. But no, your, your dolls are really cool. Um, my doll, yeah. my dolls are fucking, action figures. My dolls are are metal, <laughs> not heavy metal. <laughs> no, they're plastic. Um, what? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is confusing. Okay, okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. My so my fault for bringing this down. If you know where we can get uh, non-sexualized women figures, that would be we're always on the lookout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm, li- I literally have like an Evernote note as like a running list. Mm-hmm. Also. Hero Places Forge, we know you're a fan. Mm-hmm. Why not go ahead and send us a non-sexualized Hero Forge mm-hmm. miniature woman? Yeah. A P.O. Box. Do we have a P.O. Box? We'll put it in there. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. we do have a P.O. Box. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll we'll insert yeah. that. Yeah. We'll insert that. Exactly. We can definitely hit up. We should hit up but yeah, like give it, yeah, Hero yeah, Forge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, show us where we can find it or Hero Forge or if you're another company and you mm-hmm. want we us to, and we, uh, you want us to uh, give you a, uh, a shout out on the show. 
please just help us out feel not weird about <laughs> miniatures that are women on the on the board. Yeah. But until then, it's just going to be aliens. Aliens uh, from... We're well, we'll aliens and space marines. Yeah, welcome to Miniatures Talk with uh, Hellfrost. Yeah. But uh, let's get back exactly. to Hellfrost. We should do this more often. I like to call okay, this, uh, um, mini like, wait, are we, are we Are we seriously suggesting using uh, alien miniatures anytime we need to use a female? <laughs> <laughs> this, this does not speak well for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys. No, women are space marines. <laughs> Men's are alien, men are aliens. Obviously. There we go. Um, That's a book somebody's right. Yeah, exactly. Look <laughs> Mars and, and Venus. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so men are women are space marines, men are xenomorphs? Yeah. That's and back. Yeah, and back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Feel free to delete as much of that as you want. No, I, I this is I like, um, this is what they come for. So uh, uh if there's any in character decision making you guys want to do, <clears throat> given that the choices ahead may affect your clan politics, now that you know the lay of the land a little bit more about you know and may be able to deduce and this isn't so much a freebie as it is we've done six games over i don't know five months or something like that so if people are you know if there's some information that uh isn't immediately at hand it would be mm-hmm. understandable um not everyone takes as meticulous <laughs> notes as david a sentient mm-hmm. iceberg is gonna eat us <laughs> um but uh, it's worth remembering in terms of Svetlana being sort of ordained. And if that is like a tension point, um, you know, you might, might remember the, uh, um, like Henrik the Mads talk about the Urknos being incentivized to target the God blooded and the reason there may have been an ambush in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, why would people right, right. want the God blooded of your house, your clan, taken off the map if. Those questions might be percolating up as you mm-hmm. make it to the cavern. Uh, fellows, I need a rest. Uh, it's been a long... He, Beldrum holds up both of his hands and then like kind of flicks his fingers as if he's counting. Uh, let's not do the math. I need to go relieve myself. And then I'm going to return, drink some water from the skin, and then... I would like to have a consensus about what we're willing to die for in this cave. All right. All right. Fair. So clearly, I'm going to be the one to carry on your story. Okay, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go pee. All right. Oh, in real life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I tried to hold it as long as I could. Yeah. No, make it a quick break there. Yep. I thought it was in game and I was going to be like, it freezes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Thank you, Tex. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. And. Beldrum comes back after disrespecting the, the temple of the ire out of uh, Defi- bio- defiling the forge. Yeah. Of, I, I try to aim for the ice, uh, like an ice vein. Just fuck you. I'll do whatever I can. Oh, we, we heard the ice is bad, right? So yeah, yeah exactly. so piss on that. Now, now it's mm-hmm. yellow ice. <laughs> We're giggling like twelve-year-olds, and this will never change. I love how we have like two hundred dollars worth of equipment mm-hmm. in front of us. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm just laughing at. We heard the ice was bad. <laughs> we heard berserkers were bad too. I'll be right back. <laughs> um, so, Beldrum comes back and takes a drink out of his water skin. Mm-hmm. So, every day that we wake up as god-blooded 
we have to make a decision. What are we willing to die for today? Regular people, the, 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 the normal people that bleed and, 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 and live and eat and cannot endure the things that we do or achieve the heights that we can, they don't always need to ask that question. Our warriors do. Sometimes our farmers will ask themselves, what cold will I sacrifice myself for for my crops? A, a merchant will say, how far am I willing to travel to sell my wares? But every day, you and I must ask what in the vast array of the things that Halden's land and the gods may send before me on my path, what am I willing to die for? Now we are here in the home of those who speak for the gods. And we are illuminated to a trouble that until now has been unheard of. There is potentially a fracture in the ire. And we are a deciding factor within that fracture. We have enemies. We have enemies before us. And they do not like us. And they know we are here. We have dispatched many of their personnel. Their warriors. The sister, the sibling of the warrior that you, Grim's dad, dispatched. With some help. <laughs> is here, no doubt, looking for revenge. And Rim, your place here is you're a master of silence and of stalking. There are many quarry here. But if the stories that I contain in my head are true, then... There may be things yet in these tunnels that you will not wish to hunt. Fair enough. All I can say is, either our gods in this place are with us more than they ever have been, or they wait outside to see if we return. I can't tell you which. What? are we willing to die for and what do we want to do about that well, seems to me saving the ire is a pretty worthy cause I think it Grimstead uh, pauses for a second you look at him he looks like he's hesitant to say something it goes beyond the ire. Beyond all of that. Is it moving? Yes, sir. It goes beyond the ire, all of that. You saw the vision. We're important to that somehow. I'm going to tell you a truth. And when I am done, I ask that you wait until we save the ire before you make a decide whatever you want to do. A while ago, before the peace with Helig, I was in battle. Uh, some stupid youth wanted to show his strength by taking down a godblooded. He was young and eager, but unskilled. I was experienced and a godblooded. It did not end well. But I thought, 
It was such a waste. We've been fighting for so long. Over and over again over the same strip of land. I've been thinking these thoughts for a long time. And when I was deeping these thoughts, I... I had a vision. Suddenly, from the direction of the forge, I felt an intense heat. When I looked, it looked like the forge was suddenly in front of me, and large and looming, and suddenly I was in blackness. I was floating within the darkness, but I can still feel the direction of that heat, and I felt myself flying towards it. Soon there was a small light that grew larger and larger, but I also heard the beating of a hammer against an anvil. Until finally, I saw who was beating the hammer. Eartha, goddess of the earth. She was clad in her armor of stone. Her skin, obsidian, blacker than any black I've ever seen. Her hair, made of lava flow, up to her shoulders. Her eyes, burning ruby red. And she was hitting upon with her blacksmith hammer. A bit of interconnected chain all one loop but the loop was in the shape of our island and she was beating it over and over again to no avail and then she stopped and she lifted the hammer once more and suddenly I saw a rune upon the hammer the rune that represented Clan Lufgren and it shattered with great speed and force she hit it against the chains and all the links shattered and those individual legs flew, still hot and red, into the darkness. But those links had a light of their own, and it showed that it wasn't true darkness. As they came closer to other parts of the darkness, they saw that there were other chains, larger chains, chains that went on to eternity. And I knew those chains were maybe people, other world countries, societies, and those hot chains from our island attached to those forming longer chains and the red hot power in those broken links attached to those other chains strengthening them somehow and then Eartha looked at me and I knew what she was asking to me and I knew the price I would pay for doing it but I also felt it needed to be done I nodded my head, she nodded hers, and I was back. And then uh, Grimstad nods again, uh, hesitates again. So, I made a deal with Helig. Do you remember how the docks were burned? How they saw the familiar mass heads of Clan Lufgren. It was always assumed they had to have stolen it. Yes, the Great Portrayal. They somehow managed to forge a copy of the masthead. And in the... It was not a forgery. I gave it to them. There needed to be peace. There needed to be a way open to the other lands, and we couldn't reach our potential here on this island. That was what the vision meant. Hmm. That's why when I saw the vision from Ray, I 
I felt doubt about what I did, but now I know. Even though I may die a betrayer's death, this had a greater purpose. There's a greater evil out there, more important than our infighting. That's why I think we must save the Ire, and go on whatever path the gods have for us. Many people died because of that betrayal, Grimstad. I know. Many of my kin died because of that betrayal. I will make this pact with you, gentlemen, regardless of what is exposed or discussed in these halls. It seems that our objective is to save the ire. I agree. When I exit, I am House Skyer. And I will sing your glories, but I will remember the falters. As you said, keep it to myself, but when we exit, have a plan, Grimstead. You just saved my life. From a ladder. <laughs> Perhaps you can save yours from a lie. We'll see. End of the night. You'll have to answer to Clan Lothgren sooner or later. I know. But for now, we need your axe. And you have it. Don't worry. And uh, Baldrin slaps Grimstead on the back. When we return, just tell them you're a dwarf. And you have proof. Come. We've rested long enough. All of... I make a uh, Baldrum makes like a fist with a hand underneath as if you would like read the time from a uh, the, from the sun. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. Mm-hmm. It's been almost five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> time waits for no man. And we have a woman standing in front of us who's very terrifying. So Grim, hope you're feeling spry. <laughs> Let's keep going. Remember. I am willing to die. This day, for what truth is left for our people. Remember, though, if we can show her the vision that Rhea gave us, perhaps she can be convinced. At this point, I think we need as many allies as we can. Very well. It's a shame the one that reached out to us first is a fool on a ship sailing away from this accursed land. (laughs) Perhaps he was a smart one all along. We'll see. Let's go. As you continue down the corridor, uh, Prim, you, you can't help but think there's one person you can think of mm-hmm. uh, who you all left in the wilderness to hopefully recover, who under no set circumstances as the former a captain of the naval forces yeah. uh, would forgive this. Oh, yeah. This betrayal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... Uh, Beldrin, my get you're probably already thinking this, but um, you know the this revelation puts a, an especial burden on you for when you, you know you don't have to tell all the truths when you 
tell the story of your yourself and your comrades, but you certainly cannot lie. This is a fucking scoop. If this put, is if, a if, scoop. If, if put if put to it, you cannot lie. This is a fucking. This is like me being a fucking right, like a like a, a journalist trapped behind em, enemy lines, uh, like in World War Two, and then some fucking captain came up and said, like, by the way, keep this under your hat. <laughs> But we made Hitler. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we bombed our own Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so here are the dancing rockets. <laughs> <laughs> we just need you to... Yeah, just... Hashtag how Skyrdocks was an inside job. <laughs> oh my god, I might be the dude from WikiLeaks. <laughs> just less Russian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, can I? Thank you. And yes, I know that will probably fuck me up later down down. No, that was great. Love that it. was can, excellent. Can In fact, a, no, yeah, he's yeah. gonna anyway because he actually did the writing assignment. Yep. Oh, well. Even if he bullshitted it. Yep. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Never mind. Butterfingers, no Benny. Yeah, yeah sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Um, and as you're gathering yourselves, um, you hear a, a voice that actually, given these sort of dark thoughts, startles you a little. Mm-hmm. Um, but you recognize it as Rhea's voice coming oh, up so the let's give a, behind you. A, a very manly, grunted <laughs> jump on three. One, two, three. Ho, <laughs> 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 oh, men of House Skyre. Uh, Rhea seems a little bit seeing like your alarmed expressions <laughs> in, uh, in the torchlight. Yeah. Um, though whether or not she can see them, um, oh, we're right, still they're undetermined. All they're yeah. all blind. Um, though she seems to react to them, um, uh, comes Rhea we- wearing still the the um, fabric over her eye, her unseen eyes, and uh, the hoods of the ire. But you can see uh, she has also um, put on some of the heavier winter furs that you found when you were looting the berserker supplies. Uh, and is wearing thick, uh, you know, rabbit skin, uh, gloves and boots and socks, uh, over the robes, um, and a big fur around her shoulders, um, uh, casting sort of strange beast-like shadows behind her as she, mm-hmm. as she approaches bunny rabbits. all of you. <laughs> bunny rabbit ears. Definitely bunny rabbit ears on me. Yeah. Yeah. And like one spider. Right. Like, why? Why? Right. <laughs> Uh, and other than the blindfold, given her tattoos, and now that she's dressed in the uh, more sort of savagely cured skins and furs of a berserker, she used to berserk. She, she used, used to be, to be a, a berserker. berserker. Yeah. Yep. Um, it would be easy to mistake her uh, for one of your Arknos enemies. I love the comparison to like finding out that like uh, like uh, Mother Superior at the local convent also used to do prize fighting. Right. And like bare knuckle brawling in somewhere in Romania. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, has, like tattoos all over. The reason she likes the habit is because it, won't it covers tell the tale all the. Yeah, exactly. Pain that she's left behind her. I turned away from that life mm-hmm. because there are some people looking for me. <laughs> You three must have done well. I saw no trace of the enemy. Did they flee? Flee to death. Yeah, yeah that's one way of putting it. Oh, we used to death our resourcefulness in order to dispatch whom we could, and then let those who could flee. 
there's a slight flinch you see in her face, but she's clearly, you know, when she talks about the enemy trying to. No, but, oh, right. She, yep. These are her people. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, Beldrum, like, uh, f- uh, switches over his spear so he sticks it in the ground below and walks towards her and takes off his, uh, his, his chain helm and says, They died like warriors rushing an enemy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing because I'm no. like, no, they did. <laughs> no, they did. I mean, they did. They did. They died like berserkers. When and you, there's no enemy on the other side of the charge. I, I'm, yeah, I'm still You're, withholding yeah, some yeah, truth. So yeah, Belgium, yeah. Belgium has a net. Yeah. It has a hook here. Yep, you have an angle. They died like warriors facing an enemy who was afraid of them, just like Astrid would have died from the traps laid out by Urknos. We felt it was only fitting. And considering the plane of combat and having crossed the blood knot, we crossed a blood knot to get here. All is fair. And he bows his head, backs up, puts his chainmail on, and then picks up the spear again. Somewhat stony faced, uh, Rhea says, Why should I be concerned with the fate? Of any men, all of whose lives are foretold and spun by the Norns. I am of the ire, and I have no house and no kin. It is all fates. Fair enough. And I take out a coin, and I just toss it to Rin. (laughs) (laughs) I toss it to Rim. Well done, Rim. And from what for what it's worth, Rhea, you are full of surprises. Hmm. Surprises continue. I heard word from Cuthbert. He has made it to a far passage that runs parallel to the direction that the three of you are now headed and is even now trying to bar a deeper entrance from one of the forces that Morgara brought into the forge with her. The second force has found three of my sisters. What second force is this? Morgara's band was large enough that they split into two groups. Then we save your sisters. I think Cupper can hold his own for a while. What what, uh, strength is this uh, band that uh, assails Cuthbert? There are two bands now, about a dozen each. The first, led by Morgara, Cuthbert is trying to prevent from reaching the deeper recesses of the forge where Halver is. The second band has found my sisters. I do not know what's become of them. But I hope that in the fates the Norns have spun for us, they are to live yet longer. And perhaps... If we hurry, they might. 
and if you're if the Urknos reach Helver what do you think might happen I don't know are they here to dispatch her I think they want blood and revenge for their losses. My conversations with Cal would lead me to believe that this is a mission of vengeance, more than one to act out the God's will or save our island from a greater threat. Well, it seems to me the best path would be help the sisters first. Yes. If Cuthbert and Morgara can keep each other busy long enough, maybe even weaken each other by the time we get to them, it's probably for to our benefit. Yes, we should see the eye first. Quickly. Then follow me. Okay, uh, if there's anything that anybody wants to ask Rhea, Araya, right, let me know because you guys are going to, otherwise you guys will be quick, just quickly following her for a goodish amount of time. Not me. I'm fine. Cool. Okay, remember, Rhea never gave the vision to uh, Morgana, right? Morgana, no. They yeah. haven't come into contact as far as you know. Okay. <laughs> Much of what you've been, though, the, uh, actually, give me a smart throw, everybody. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, give me one second. I am cool. All right. And then there's no buzzing coming from David's? Nope. Okay, cool. Thankfully. Or humming or whatever. All right. Did you ever start to take it? I can't turn it up on the floor. Wait. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Dan. So, uh, smarts roll. Can do. Right. Will right. fail. No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. No, a fi- five and a... F- oh, actually, this explodes. Uh, no. One and a two. Oh, that was close. This is, this is the best idea. Nine. Wow. My four exploded twice. That's amazing. Yep. Don't. No, no need to brag. I got a four. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, for the two of uh, you, uh, Belder and Grimstad, um, you, the question arises in your mind that there seems to be some form, odd form of communication or just knowing network among these Ire and Cuthbert because, um, you know, Cuthbert who waited not far from the cavern and then apparently slipped away after you, you know, to, to, to head off Morgara yet somehow stayed in touch with Rhea throughout. Um, there's just, there's strange transmissions and communication that defy any, particularly knowing the immensity of the forge. Now that you see, these ancient tunnels you know it, it isn't the case that you i mean it's, it's almost interesting to imagine what your characters might have imagined the forge looked like i mean obviously grim said you would have had a very particular vision mm-hmm. from your you know clans uh golden tales. halls Go- golden walls <laughs> trump tower all, oh, oh yeah all, all revealing the noble dwarf <laughs> um but, you know, whether you might have just imagined just a single vast underworld hall or something, you know, an underground hall, um, you now see that at least for much that you've traversed, you know, the mountain is, is almost seems to be honeycombed with all of these tunnels and passages and these vast stoneworks far greater than 
certainly any standing ruins that exist anywhere on Halden's land and that you might have, you know, um, might ever have imagined existed under the, you know, the great mountains in the center of the island. Um, so how both Rhea and Cuthbert seem to speak as if they have a knowledge of what's happening in faraway places in the forge totally befuddles you. Power of the I mean, the, yeah, the ire maybe. Um, also, you asked uh, if we're going to ask Rhea any questions, and uh, something did occur to me. Um, great. That something jumped out, and I was like, oh, yeah, shit, because uh, I, I posited this question, in fact, to Grimstad. So as we're walking, uh, Baldrum says, Rhea. Since we have your ear, what happened to the people that built these halls? I have wondered that myself. As you know, I am the youngest of the ire, and she's panting a little bit. I mean, you guys have been moving at a brisk pace through, through the uh, the tunnels. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I came here, I was told nothing more than that this was the sacred forge, the hall of the gods, the the worlds both beneath and at the center of our world. But the farther I've roamed, and particularly since Hilver's changes, I have explored more and seen the successive marks of what seemed to me an ancient craft and again there's that scene thing (laughs) but you're blind you're 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 blind (laughs) sorry i'm just laughing at the subtlety you're you're blind but you but 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 you're blind Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, and those belgium like but you're blind you you're blind you not only you're blind i mean you wear a cloth over your eyes. So even if you weren't blind, you'd open your eyes and poof, claw. So how 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 long have you seen things? There's the slightest suggestion of a smile, um, possibly a warm smile of amusement, possibly a smirk. Hard to read. Um, but Rhea says, as you know, Scald... In the past, those there are stories of those who served the gods and had a raven swoop down from the heavens and take their eyes, not so that they could not see, but so that they could see from up high, from afar, just as the gods do. Surely you know the stories. And she picks up her pace to like be slightly ahead of you, and, so and, that you so that you have to go faster. Not, so so I catch yeah, up to yeah. her. And is that how you? No, f- first of all, totally different for us. It's just a raven takes out our eyes and everything's awful. Um, is that how? <laughs> but that you, sounds pretty cool. To <laughs> you get yeah, powers I mean, from it. It's pure suffering for us. <laughs> you cannot it's absolutely no advantage. <laughs> I once tried to talk my way out of a parking ticket, and I couldn't see my way home. It was awful. <laughs> I heard that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it, it, so how do you know what Cuthbert's doing? Is there some sort of raven communication? Or is it some sort of 
a muskrat or whatever lives in these climates? I found the longer I stay here, the more attuned I am to the forge. Much as if you move into a new home, you find that you can move your way through it in the dark. Even if you wake up and it's as if you're still dreaming. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, I'm, once, if you're done. Yep. Okay. I, <laughs> I like this idea of like one of you running up <laughs> at a time. To like... yeah. right. I, a while ago, uh, had a vision. And I was wondering if, I thought I saw what I saw, but if there was anything else you could Yes, add. of the Mountain Mother. You, mountain Mother? Eartha. One, one of her names. So that you saw my vision. You you bear her mark. I was just guessing. Oh. You're not sure you believe her. <laughs> well, I'm gonna roll my smarts to find out. No, I'm not. Was <laughs> <laughs> he like? I mean, he did like Chris Angel race, like, though on his original smarts roll. That was just a, the that role was literally just to see if the like question right. came up. Of yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love how she's going all David Blaine on us. <laughs> like, yes, I saw your mark. Also, check your breast pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The oh, what's that? You didn't think you had pockets? <laughs> Why don't you check? <laughs> Is that your card? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. I stole your motherfucking identity. <laughs> 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 I just think it'd be funny if David Blaine went around being an identity thief. <laughs> I just love the idea of David Blaine being one of the IR. Yeah. It's like, check your back pocket. Yeah. All right. Wait, my wallet's gone. And when you look back, he's like halfway down the street. <laughs> 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 like, like, <laughs> the camera crew's like chasing him. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jumps into a go. Can. Go, go, go. <laughs> Welcome to the new David year. Blaine is just a Dickensian pickpocket. <laughs> Welcome to David Blaine robs you yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> 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 I love the idea. Like, like check your chest. Ch- hey, old lady, check your check your neck. Where's your necklace? I don't know. <laughs> run, run! Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking even more. It's like, hey, old lady, open your purse. All right, now that you've seen the cards, why don't you check your purse? Now, is there mace in there? Oh, there's not. Good. <laughs> David Blaine takes your shit. The series. Uh, yeah, the next season, David Blaine robs your house <laughs> while you watch this video. <laughs> It's like, honey, that looks a lot like our house. <laughs> <laughs> it's just David Blaine pulling on a fucking ski mask. <laughs> David Blaine steals your identity of your life. Okay. <laughs> we should joke about this. Man, Blaine might come for us. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, real quick, have you seen the uh, the joke videos of da- of a guy impersonating David Blaine? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it, they're all spoof videos. Uh, someone Blaine stole Blaine's identity. That's yeah, a good right. Yeah. No, no, it's a, it's a spoof where David Blaine uh, goes up to people and says like he does his tricks, but he then escalates them to the point where it's absurdity. Oh yeah, I'll show them to you afterwards. Oh, they yeah. are fucking to die for. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And serious. Okay. I forgot my question. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I can't remember what I was laughing. Oh, shit. Uh, you were asking yes, uh, you about your vision. vision. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I know that the gods have a plan. I was just wondering if you perhaps knew of what their plans were for outside of our island. <laughs> My god-blooded friend, the gods don't have a plan. This is not the construct of a human mind that waits around the bend for us. It, there are fates, there are destinies. They're spun by the Norns. But the Norns like us are blind. There is no plan. It is simply that what has been written, what has been spun will be. I see. I don't see. <laughs> I Technician, but he did not see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He didn't see. Grimstead just nods his head like he like he under, had some wisdom from those words and mm -hmm. just the nod turns into a shake. <laughs> turns into deep existential dread. <laughs> and just wonder. And just, you just, just slow down, stop, pause, and you're like, I have an axe. <laughs> Going back to what? You go start back with what you know. Yeah. And build so, yourself back he up. He just yeah. keeps walking and like Belgium's like, this is going to fuck us. Yeah. In the meantime, Rim having rolled a one and a two on that roll just goes, derp, derp, derp. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, you can, that, that, that roll really was just to like whether another question comes up. Or, yeah. Yeah. No, know. I mean, he's got nothing. He's, he, he, I, I'm, I'm saying that he's basically like focused. Like he's got bow and arrow, right. like sort of at the ready and he's just, he's on alert. He's on right. the hunt. Belgium so. is going to slow down to Rim and then, uh, uh, he's going to take his spear so it's kind of like sideways and he's going to whack Rim a little bit playfully in the backside but hey aren't you supposed to marry someone idiot <laughs> ask about Astrid oh she's a she's a, a beacon of unending wealth of knowledge would you just ask about the person you like <sighs> fine 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 uh, uh, uh <laughs> miss missus no miss miss Iyer uh 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 a question, I suppose, uh, since you see with a raven's eyes, or that's that's as much as I would have been able to catch earlier. Uh, do you uh, do you know anything of the fate of uh, Astrid, who we were forced to leave behind so that she could recover? We we uh, we we move forward into this uh, into this adventure, and and we fight for the fate of the Iyer, but we still worry about the one we left behind. Hmm. You do fight for me and my sisters, and I i can guess you've sacrificed much. Um, I am strained and weak, but if you tell me where she was, I may try to see her. Yep, and I give her the, the general description of the... Uh, the <laughs> You're like, okay, longitude, latitude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, so um, this for the finest woman in all of yeah. this, There this was... <laughs> you're, you're just doing the like... <laughs> you're doing yeah. like the, the, a, yeah, the hourglass, the hourglass figure, figure yeah. description. Which is yeah. funny because if okay. it was armor, it would just be like chunky. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yes. We were just talking about the lack of... Yeah. <laughs> yep. She is well armored and not a figurine. <laughs> and, and you're like, and whew, she fears nothing. <laughs> she's like sexualizing her Viking virtues. Yeah. She's got and this. she's angry all the all time. <laughs> and she's got this beard. Yeah. <laughs> um, for a uh, upsettingly long pause, um, 
uh Rhea uh sort of tilts her head back, um still still walking but now at a slower pace as if she's focusing. Um and then finally, um her voice interrupts the your all of your echoing footsteps and the, the cold silence of the tunnels as you wait. Um and her brow furrows slightly. I see no life there. Oh, we slow down. Hmm. Uh, as why do, we, we need to keep moving. Do you do you see a body? Bodies? I can't say more than I have. Perhaps she's moved on. Most likely, she's 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 not the type to to sit and do nothing. She was badly poisoned. No, yeah, but You're, she's also yeah. still not the type. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. as soon as she would have had enough strength to stand, she probably would have tried yeah. to move. I mean, you you guys saw the debilitating effects of just her standing for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But and it's been it's been how long in game since the last time we saw her since we left her? Well, in terms of in-game time, you're a little bit confused about that. There's a strange way that the hours seem to sort of bleed together here. Or does it feel like it's been days, weeks? Like it's been like hours. Like whether it's been hours or days feels okay. Unsure. It certainly hasn't been a week, but um, it's in a in a sunless, moonless place. Yeah. Um, And again, ever since you've entered here, I mean, this is such a almost parallel universe. You know, it really is like entering the underworld. Yeah, Rim kind of like. Slows his steps almost to a stop for a moment. Goes like, and then shakes his head like, "She's, she's strong. If anyone could recover quickly and move to a safer location, it's her. And if she is dead, there's nothing we can do for her by going back. True. Forward is the only way. If she's alive and we are to meet her again, then it will be on the other side of this. Then let us go." Let us save the ire. And again, I not just uh, uh, Beldrum and go like, you need to be sure to tell her that when we see her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we go. Yep. All right. Um, you, for what seems like long hours, you continue to tramp through uh, this cold subterranean world, uh, following the fur-clad Rhea through these twisting tunnels, uh, torches revealing an endless procession of the same ruined stonework covered in what seems to you to be an increasingly thick uh, wall of ice um, that only further adds to the, uh, the deepening cold and the sense of uh, almost creeping doom or fate. Uh, maybe it's the, the words you've exchanged with, with Rhea or the situation. <laughs> um, but you can't help again feeling that cold dread you felt in the vision when you beheld the immensity of the, uh, the and then just the radiating evil of that vast work of ice, um, which seems to even now be growing around you. Um, and and finally, uh, Rhea slows, and you. And from you, you would notice it first. Um, there's the, the, like a sting of new sensation that makes you almost stop. Um, and it takes a moment before you realize it's a, it, you're feeling a current of brisk, c- cool, but actually fresh air. Huh. And it isn't until you catch your first whiff of it that you realize how long it's been since you smelled fresh air. 
and how strange it's been, you know, you are not a people who spend any time underground. Yeah. <laughs> so to all of a sudden, you know, you realize you've been deprived of, um, yeah. Yeah. So I got a pause like, uh, what's her name again? Starts with an R. Uh, Rhea. 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 Uh, Rhea. Is, is there an exit up ahead? We're getting close. We should lower our voices. All right. What, what can you tell us about where they are? Whatever, whatever little information you might, you can give us might help save your sister's life. I can't see very far. Looking for your friend took the last of me until I rest. Uh, all right. I suppose everybody else stay here. Keep quiet. I'll step up ahead and try and get the lay of the land. Very well. And I, I'm going to go ahead and stealth uh, forward and all right. see if I can... All right. So I'm going to go ahead and roll my stealth. On the Savage Worlds book, and that is a five and a four, so both succeed. Five, okay, just a little better. All right, uh, as you move forward down the passage, um, uh, there's a change not only on the air on your skin and what you're smelling, but uh, for your eyes, um, compared to just the absolute darkness uh, that you've been in, um, and uh, the 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 place up ahead seems increasingly full of a uh cold but natural uh brightness you mm. see like a glow uh and of a sort of eerie blue cast to that light mm. um and as you move forward are you do you still have your torch lit uh no i, I, I move fo- so, forward so, in the yeah, yeah. darkness <laughs> trying to sneak so yeah, I'm um, sneak, so extra flashlights <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and for the first time since you came into the dark roots of the forge, you can now make out the dim outlines of your surroundings. You can see your feet beneath you all without the aid of torches. Um, and uh, you see that not not too far up ahead of you, the passage seems to open up. Mm. Um, and so knowing that there's light, you know, if if there are... If there's anyone to be seen up ahead, they could potentially see you leaving, you know, exiting the passage. Right. So you would have want to take great care. Yes. Give me a, another stealth roll. All right. Can do. Uh, ooh, that's an eight, which exploded. Oh, great. Yeah. And that's a seven, so a solid 15 on oh, my stealth wow. roll. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, as if your limbs were reinvigorated by yeah. the briefest fresh, fresh air. Yeah, of the uh, the outdoors, um, uh, you move forward and uh, see that there is a the passage opens up considerably into a much larger uh, r- ruined uh, but still very much visible um, uh, stone crafted uh, hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, and the light seems to be coming from up above that, uh, mm-hmm. up above the the hallway that you see um, from the high high ceiling of the uh, of this cave ahead. Um, and uh, you're moving, you know, it, with a d- sort of methodical yeah. uh, way that you know you, you know you feel confident. This sort of is absolutely silent. Um, so, Krim, as you expertly sneak. Uh, to the place where the more rough tunnel meets this uh, this, this larger 
space, um, you can you sort of track the light up towards where it's brightest and see a great fissure in the vaulted ceiling of the chamber um, and realize that this breach is the source of the scattered blue glow. It's you've been become pretty even with your um, impressive and at times eerie sense of direction. You've mm-hmm. obviously become pr- pretty badly disoriented right. um, in all these hours, you know, tramping uh, I'm, around. I'm great the, above ground, but down yeah. here, yeah, not, <laughs> this is not my usual hunting ground. Right. <laughs> not a dwarf, because uh, no one is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, seeing the the quality of this light and the just, again, the, the most faint smell um, uh, of fresh air, you understand that this is actually sunlight and that mm-hmm. uh, wherever your travels have taken you in the geography of the interior mountains. Um, you must be standing several hundred feet below a crack in the surface of the mountain, mm-hmm. which has uh, subsequently become packed with ice and snow. And the small lending, amount of light is yeah, filtering lending through. Lending that ice at blue yeah, cast. Yeah. yeah. Some like, you know, unknowably thick uh, permafrost and, and packed mm-hmm. snow. Um, but theoretically there's a, you know, an exit. I mean, several hundred feet. Yeah, I mean, of, of fresh air is getting in, so there's got to yeah. be there's got to be an exit somewhere mm-hmm. up there. Yeah, Luke right. Skywalker get in here somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Before Womp Rat somewhere. Um, and directly in front of you, um, you you actually see where the uh, the tunnel you're in now ends. There's a drop off, um, but to right to the uh, to the left of the the tunnel exit there is a very thin um narrow ledge of ruined stone that passes along into this larger hallway um and and you can now through the blue shadows around you you can make out uh the the shape of these ruins ahead Mm -hmm. particularly as your eyes are now adjusting to the the natural light um and you realize that in front of you this hallway was once a massive vast subterranean passage with a enormous arched ceiling uh and that running below that passage it looks to you that there was a lower level you're still making sense of this like stone work stuff yeah. but you can kind of see from the orientation of the stones that there, it seems to be that there was at one time there were two levels but um sort of putting two and two together you whenever this crack appeared in in the rock or maybe the crack had always been there and at some point rock rolled down it looks to have crushed the middle floor separating them um, and leaving just a gap. And though here and there you see that there are actually bridges of ice and the ice has gotten so thick here that it's grown across that gap. Um, and uh, far ahead through the blue shadows in this sort of strange multi-leveled uh, world of, of stone ruins and ice, uh, you see other shadows moving. Um, human shaped. All right. <laughs> One less. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, hmm. So I could I could move forward further. All right. So nice. nicely done. So the tunnel. Here come the photos. Yeah. Would basically dump you out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can see not much farther ahead than this. Yeah. If you um, told me that this was made of gingerbread, I would not, <laughs> for a second, disbelieve you. Yeah. Bite it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Taste it and believe. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that would be a fucking cooking show. I would watch the hell out of it. Yeah, right. Mini cooking, uh, like mini cake uh, championship. I I think you're onto something with this. Mm Like you have to, you have a description from some fucking nerd who's like, okay, so a civilization long ago of lizard people, and like at the end, people are like just building these gingerbread houses of non-Euclidean geometry, and like, and just the judging, like, eh, the use of uh, uh, um, uh, gumballs in order to make the lizard people is particularly inspiring. <laughs> I have to say, uh, Jonathan, your gingerbread house legitimately fractured my psyche. Uh, and- <laughs> Oh God! New minis. God damn it! Mm-hmm. Did you- listeners, listeners, you have to understand that Tex is barely concealing his fucking joy, <laughs> and no, can- no concealment. <laughs> uh, honestly, um, you can tell that he's a little perturbed that uh, there are other things on the table. Yeah, like I'm really mad about that, guys. <laughs> like, hey, do you think you're on my fucking level or not? <laughs> And apparently the Xenomorph from the Alien series. No, just refuses right. to stay. I just can't stress that. <laughs> like, that, that ice is legit slippery, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's actual ice. Yeah. Even keeping it in a cooler. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we have a very short amount of time to play. <laughs> yeah. That would be an amazing, like, counting clock. Mm-hmm. It's like we'll the, your terrain is literally melting before you. Oh, what's the matter, Tex? No fucking, like crafty ass magnets to keep everybody on the ice oh yeah i could have done magnets oh for fuck's sake (laughs) (laughs) then i have to put magnets in the base of all your miniatures well well. smash it start again (laughs) yeah i'll just i'll just pack up this stuff (laughs) until i come back with better better he bows his head in shame i've shamed you (laughs) you deserve more than this takes out a like a small bottle of like lighter fluid just douses it <laughs> no Tex it's fine it's fine it's fine <laughs> wait this is Dan's house you're burning his place in the ground <laughs> no, no, it's not much shame. nothing that's abomination touched will live <laughs> <laughs> you're like why are you soaking your hands in kerosene because <laughs> I have to put them in my mouth because <laughs> I've spoken blasphemies I told you this would be good <laughs> Uh, guys, we have we we have fun here at Fanable.com, yeah. and uh, we just want to remind all of our listeners that um, don't douse your friend's house in kerosene, even if your minis are not great, if your terrain is subpar. <laughs> Talk to your priest, rabbi, or guidance counselor. If you, you know think- what, definitely don't drive your friends home. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody, this is DaveFanDable.com. <laughs> if you're going to get a ride home from someone, make sure that they douse themselves in kerosene. <laughs> Take their car. Just have some fun. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. So this is what I see so far, and there's... One dude there on the ice who, as of yet, does not see oh, me. Can we take right. some photos? And there are two yes. below. Yeah. Oh, and two below. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Young Keys, Multi- you want to actually hit the light there? Yep. Multi-leveled. Thank you. Might be easier with the light, but I don't know. I didn't bring my flicker lights this time. There, too, I have failed. Oh, actually, I have a shit ton of lights on my body, if you want. Oh, my cool. body. Oh, my, uh, in my uh, bag. Seriously, if I were going to rip off your shirt, your shirt <laughs> yes. just shines. <laughs> nope, it's one of my favorite lights I've ever bought. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. oh, God. That bright. is bright. Yeah, it is bright. 
That's what sunlight looks like when you've been underground. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's also like creating some pretty deep shadows there at the bottom, but maybe with the flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you could all, you know that also you could see further, uh, obviously with Farsight. Yeah, yeah. So, which I think I will do rather than try and sneak any further. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and activate my Farsight, which means I will have to roll my arcane godblooded. All right. So let's uh, I'll cross our fingers and. Hope for no, um, uh, no whammies, no whammies, critical visions, failures. Yeah, mad visions of uh, death and destruction. And that's ooh, that's a one on the sh- okay, seven on the other. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Good. <laughs> a second. All right, so yeah, so I I, I, I successfully activate my farsight. Perfect. Nice. Okay, your vision deepens and and becomes clear. <laughs> and text pulls out, oh, and text pulls out more terrain. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love this thing, by the way. I don't know if it shouldn't you guys. This is why I bought it. There we go. That's yeah, pretty handy. handy. Yeah. Oh, wow. To temporarily bind a person, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because uh, Silent Hill. Oh, yeah. yeah. Always yeah. Have, yeah. yeah. They have what? Uh, Silent Hill, you always have like a, a light that attaches to your pocket. Oh, interesting. And yeah. I just live my life as if Silent Hill might happen. I mean, that's... I mean, what, better what, than living your life as, as if, if it Silent won't Hill, happen. Is a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then finding out that it does. Oh, it just took so many photos. So it begins the question, what would your sins look like when they mm-hmm. manifest in Silent Hill? Uh, this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. In addition to being able to see further ahead in the passage, um, and to sharply see through the blue and purple shadows and see the shifting, uh, fur clad, bristling with weapons, bearded berserkers, you also see a non bearded person among them. A heathen. Um, at least one. No, your old friend Cal. Ah. He seems to have reconnected Interesting. with. Interesting. Huh. And what do you think he told the crew? He's like, oh, yeah, they've totally killed those guys, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and among them, three gray robed. Good, yeah. I was about to ask, do I see any sign of the ire? Mm-hmm. All right. So, th- this is what you see before you mm-hmm. in the Howling North. Yeah. In the Howling North. All right, um, so yeah. Yes. I, I, so as aforementioned, ice bridges, and uh, so yeah, you can see that this clearly was the level of like a stone floor, yep. and then there are ceiling, you know, walls here. Yeah. Um, and but this is collapsed, mm-hmm. and now so you know the drop off of here would be falling yeah. into the lower passage, mm-hmm. and the only thing that uh, you know, the only thing that serves as a floor are these bridges of ice. Which I definitely heard that. Sorry, sorry. Trying to turn it off. <laughs> Smell kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the the ire seem to be like held prisoner. They're being guarded. Yes, you All see right. that the the ire seem to be. Do they appear escorted. to be otherwise unharmed? Uh, yeah. You, like not, I don't see any obvious no, wounds or blood or anything. Or anything. Okay. Yeah. No. Good. Um, I mean, their sh- their shoulders and their heads are bowed, and they, you know, yeah. But I don't see any obvious marks, like blood on their clothes no, or anything like that. that. Okay. No. Nope. All right. Uh, so yeah, I, I, you know, take a few moments to kind of look everything over and uh, and you know, sort of commit to memory what I'm seeing and where the where the sentries are, everything else, and then very carefully retreat back into shadows. Okay. And uh, and move back to the group and look <clears throat> basically inform right. them of everything I've seen. So, Beldrum, when uh, Rim returns, takes, uh, cleverly, takes, uh, takes his uh, knife, his, his dagger, 
goes over to one of the walls of um that is still stone that is not ice is is everything ice or um, no you can there's some patches right, that you cool. can find of, of bare stone and he starts to cut into the stone and then stops turns around and hands the dagger to Grimstad and says draw what he sees and i do because he has crafts way yeah. better than i do yes oh, yeah. i do right. um, to make a map and i would like to because i am a a uh a, a more tactical mm-hmm. than right. the others i want a blueprint of what he saw yep. and it makes more sense for the person with crafts and maybe stone crafts yep. the trader uh <laughs> to, uh to draw this out yep. so yeah yeah It'll be certainly take, primitive. Yeah, yeah, take yeah. this knife, draw what he tells you, and try not to stab anybody in the back <laughs> while you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you healing, loving traitor. <laughs> Here, mimic what is important. That should be useful <laughs> and easy for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sensing some hostility. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I feel like we should go are back. We not, to- yeah, you're like, are we not in the trust tree? <laughs> I feel like there's a lack of symmetry, uh, synergy yeah. with. Uh, okay, I got, it, I've got it. Trust falls. We should try some trust falls. <laughs> you first. We, try, <laughs> we tried that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. So yeah. So so I offer my dagger to uh, to Grimstad to mm-hmm. draw out what Rim has seen, and I All do right. so. All right. So yeah. So I, I draw it out, and so now you have a, a rough. Uh, unless you want him to like roll crafts or something to no, it's yeah, a, I, yeah, I, I yeah. Think fine. Too. So yeah, yeah, so you have a rough map now of of this area mm-hmm. and the general locations of uh, everybody. Yep. So they found my sisters. So it seems. Yeah, they appear to be unharmed for now, uh, being kept held prisoner. But why? Why are they keeping them prisoner? If oh, and I also make sure to mention that uh, what's his face, beardless, beardless Cal, beardless Cal is uh, is there with them now. Maybe it's not just about killing them, but robbing them as well. Maybe they believe the Iyer know of secret gold. Although if he's here, what happened to Morgara? Wasn't he keeping her busy? facing off against Cuthbert with the other group. Oh, right. Cuthbert and Beardless Callard are different different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it totally makes sense. Cuthbert is like a super snotty name yeah yeah no i believe 100 the ogre has a monocle (laughs) everything else about the man (laughs) or maybe he wants to force the ire to show the urknos to superior i do not know all those we should probably kill them all except for the ire i want to emphasize that fact (laughs) are we sure that i don't mean to speak against or in contrast to what you say, Rhea. And Belger makes a placating like bow of his head and opening of his palms. But are they being captured? Or are they being protected? You ask them here to protect them. If they were to be slain, from what I know of Urknos, they would have been slain. I do not think if they were to slay my sisters that they would do it here in this sacred place. Perhaps they do just intend to take them hostage. And as long as they are in this place, then your sisters may be safe. As long as they stay in the forge. So we could follow them. But you said they may go deeper. The other group, Morgara, I think is going after Herville. 
Interesting. Oh, got to think that the ire would be a quite impressive prize for the Urknus to have. If the Urknus control the ire, or even just have them and can threaten harm against them, how would all the other houses react? Rhea, you said that the ire can see with the eyes of a raven. We can, when we extend ourselves. How have you been caught unawares? The permutations and fluctuations of our abilities isn't always a sure thing. And that sight is that which the gods gift, gift us when they gift it. Not always when we might want it. And especially if we might not know when we need it. You didn't know to look for the Urknos, so you didn't see them. Are you implying that the gods did not warn you? The gods apparently saw fit not to warn my sisters. But you? Did they warn you? I didn't need to be warned. Remember? I brought them here. I see. We are on our own. Very well. The gods stand outside of the forge, waiting for our results. So I would imagine. And he again gives a placating bow. Slighter than last time. To Rhea. Uh... How should we go about this? If they're not harming the sisters, then we should be careful. Because if they wish to harm the sisters, then they will do so upon some sort of alert. And there are enough of them that they could certainly slit all their throats before we had a chance to get close enough. True. Are they traveling up or down? They seem to just be staying, like just standing there for now, right? They like, were for now, but yeah, they, they, you, you weren't sure whether it, they, but it, they it, could it, be it, resting on the way. Yeah, it, it didn't look like it's a full camp. It looks like right. for, they are just, just there paused. for the moment. Right. Yeah. Um, and that passage ahead leads away from the mountains. But Cal is there. Yep. Perhaps he's simply supervising. They're preparing to, or they're waiting for Morgara to capture uh, Hel- Helvig. What's Helver. Helver. Waiting for Morgara to capture Helver so they can take all of the ire back. They probably assume uh, Rhea is on their side, since she called them. Most likely. Right. I am not the most stealthy of the group, nor the most... Uh, even Even if we were all as stealthy as I... He pauses a moment to admire his own stealthiness. <laughs> uh, Stealthy as I? Flex. Yeah. But really quietly. <laughs> <laughs> Just your shadow so does a little bit of an <laughs> uh, Even if we could all move silently, there are enough of them that 
again, in direct combat, we'd be endangering the ire. Yeah. If we could draw... If we could draw some of them away again, like we did before. I... Are you sure that would work? I mean, we tried it already once and was very successful. Yes. Will Cal uh, fall for it again? Right. He saw what we did once. He he probably would not let them run after any random sounds we might make. Cal's jaw would drop if we played the same song again. Mm. It is tantamount to suicide, I admit. But for someone as me to die in the halls of the Ire and the Forge is an honor. But what if the second verse is the same as the first? I approach, declare myself, and demand an audience with Cal. I will most likely die. Uh, they will attack me. I will fight very well. As and, I always have. And fall willingly. <clears throat> None of them seem to be ladders. I think I will be <laughs> <laughs> But I think that we have the... I use the term, the Viking term of psychological. We have the psychological advantage. We wiped out his previous party... Admirably and with honor. <laughs> Everyone nods. Yep. So much honor. <laughs> but to repeat the same process would be one of unbelievable audacity. Thoughts? Are you planning to just simply speak with them again with that audacity? Or should we cause them great fear? Should we perhaps intimidate them? Instead of speaking with pretty words. Herein lies the problem. If we are to quietly dispatch some of their people. Huh. <laughs> I wonder if that will work. A two-pronged attack. Quietly remove... The members that are closest to us, that Rim can dispatch quietly arrows or subdue them with fists or what have you. I'll be honest, Rim, I don't entirely understand how you do what you do. Uh, Grimstad. Yes. I absolutely understand how you do what you do. <laughs> and it is a hell of a... It is a, a hell of a bargaining coin here but Rim can dispatch of a few of the people closest to me as I walk onto the ice and then I announce that I want to speak with uh, Cal then we will have somewhat more of a maneuverability than we did last time when I was attacked and then admittedly Grimstad had to dispatch <laughs> Some people with uh, the the same look on his face as he does when he has to strike a flint to start a fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let us use our strengths to save these prophets. 
So I rim. Step one, rim will dispatch whom he can. If you are caught, rim, I will immediately step forward. I will immediately and dispatch the person that I just knocked off the table. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> so one other thing uh, that would probably occur to you, particularly Rem, is that given the natural layout, yeah, if you were exceptionally stealthy mm-hmm. um, and were able particularly to sneak past the gap here, you could stay mostly on the elevated positions and actually get in front of the group. Mm. Whether or not the others, you know, yeah. thus blocking their route. Because yeah. the other thing you guys would know also is that, like, one, like, depending on what their, like, there's a strategic uncertainty, right? You don't know if they intend to kill the eye or just take them, but right. given the... Also, Cal doesn't know how you killed his berserkers last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just knows that they all ran after you and then... And they were never heard from again. And they were never heard from again. Yeah. So, um, if he's... You know, one thing you'd have to be aware of is, you know, if you announce yourselves from too far away and then they just run... That's going to be a hassle to catch them. Mm-hmm. A hassle at best. And they might be able to escape. Yep, because they probably leave part of their force, delay us just long enough, mm-hmm. they can get an insurmountable lead. Is there any way I can get behind them? I could get behind them. Alright, you get behind, I stay in front, he speaks. And then the killing starts. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you know, if you were trying to sneak past them, a distraction would yeah, obviously mm-hmm. yeah, so that's, aid that pretty yeah, enormously. So that would be a decent plan. Yes. Yeah, we come back here and while the thing is you wanted me to you wanted me to kill a few of them as you appear just to take them out so that if they want to be aggressive we have fewer people to take care of yes but if are I you can, sure if they start if you start killing people they might just immediately kill the ire they might if they, they might, find out yeah or they might try and run mm-hmm. we don't know but if i can I, I could try and take some of them before you show, but if if as you provide a distraction, if as you step out and make your challenge, I could move and I point on the map to that like middle point, you know, there, mm-hmm. like pointing. There's an ledge up there. If I can move there without being noticed, I can rain death on them from their very midst where they won't be able to reach me. I can cut off any retreat. As you and Grimstad take the front. If they're focused on you two, they won't expect the attacks from behind. Mm. They won't expect that I'll be right there. Now that said, if they manage to get up to where I am, I'm going to have a very bad day. (laughs) But, Grimstad, yes. I'm sorry. Grim. Yes. Grimstad... You are confident that you should be able to take this many men. Yes. In the halls here that may have been your forefathers. Without a doubt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pumping them up. (laughs) So if you spill blood or your blood is spilled here, Grimstad, 
I just want to be clear that with all due respect to Rhea, and I give another placating bow, you are conceivably the first of your kind to enter these halls in countless generations. But it is yet decided if you are the only one to exit. Consider that as you go into battle. You write your lineage in the runes painted in the blood of your enemies. I'm ready. (laughs) And I'm getting that as a tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I, I... can you? Can we wait five minutes? I can't really walk. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Rim. Yes. Rim. Astrid is out there, somewhere, and she will survive. We all know she will. But whether or not she meets a person of her caliber, of her exalted lineage is up to you. I will not be party to that. What I would like if you survive this I would like to be at your ceremony. As if there was any doubt you would be. (laughs) Heavens no, you Need someone to deliver the rights. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just please make sure it is not your funeral rights. I'm sure you'll do a great job either way. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so Rim, you believe that you can get behind them if I make a show? I believe so. They're all focused on you. The shadows are mine. So Rim will move as I speak. Grimstad, what do you wish? Have you always wanted an enforcer? I'll stand behind you, ready. What is their light? Uh, yeah, I explain. Basically, they've got like light coming from that crack on the on the top, directly overhead. Yes. So there's shadows underneath where we would begin. <laughs> I see. Grimstad. Yes. I don't need an enforcer. I need a giant. If we place the torches behind you, then you will cast a shadow greater than anyone that they think they will meet. I like it. Your shadow will cast upon the wall as I step forward. It will make you seem great. If they decide to move, they will meet your axe. And I guarantee Cuthbert is powerful, but your axe is decisive. Does that sound all right? Yes. Indeed it does. Good, because I'm the only one actually risking his life unarmed. (laughs) I'm pretty excited you're going to try is... to pull a I'm the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> yep. Yep. <Yeah>. <laughs> Lead a Holocaust cloak. Yeah. <laughs> that is our best plan. 
That is our only plan. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, Belgium smiles at everyone, perhaps my negotiations will go well. Mm-hmm. And none of this will be necessary. Right. They will give over the ire, see the error of their ways. Uh, let's be clear. I will ask for a audience and I will think of something. All right. And I will move into position and ready my arrows. Mm-hmm. And I'll be big and scary. Yes, you will. <laughs> so you'll do what you do. Yes. Great. Uh, Rhea. Mm-hmm. These are no longer kinsmen or kinspeople. Where will you be? I must remain behind. As you said, they could slit my sister's throat. And if Hilver has gone astray, that makes me the last of them. I can't risk myself. As an heir, you have no way of letting them know that we're here. Do you? Your sisters, I mean. No, only... I can only trust that their faith in the gods lead them to believe that they will be delivered. Well, I suppose then falls to us to be the instrument of their deliverance. Very well. All right. Uh, Rhea, stay here in the shadows, please. Uh, Further back. Rhea, further back. If something goes wrong, an errant arrow will pierce you. An axe could come to your feet. You would die of a bleeding uh, wound or a sickly disease hours later. Please, back, back, back. And I'm going to keep her back mm-hmm. further. Gotcha. Further, further, further. Yeah. Please yeah. stop. Rhea. And I'm going to lean into Rhea. Rhea. With all due respect. Our faults with what has happened with... Chick. Who has sword. Astrid. 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 Rhea. With all due respect. Our faults with Astrid weigh heavily on our conscience. Please stay back. We cannot. We won't die the party of another unintended victim. You are exalted. We need to protect you. Please, back. We know that the shadows can protect you. There are no. (laughs) I can't tell you how excited I am to realize that the stories of mongrels and 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 slithering snakes and creatures that eat flesh are not true at least not are they you know what tell me afterwards um i'll I'll remain back please thank you thank you all right and i go back to the guys uh gentlemen let's review the Really quickly, this is the situation. And I take my spear and I draw out on the ground. I am worried she is lying. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get, like muss it out with my my uh, foot and I write out. She would control the ire if people die. Muss it out with my foot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shh, shh, shh. I have a different... Okay, you go over there, and you rims that gun over there, and I'm gesticulating wildly. <laughs> and then I draw out... I draw out... She called her clan, 
and they could kill everyone. Must, 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 must with my foot. But her, question mark? And I guess it's all in runes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Don't. You can probably whisper, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Beldrum's got a plan. No, I just mean most of you probably don't read and write runes I can't read. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so, no, what I'm doing (laughs) is... There's a reason you're a skull, and it's an oral tradition. I'm drawing out, basically, the map then, and I'm whispering it with a... Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it's creating a white noise. Yeah. Don't let the ire die under any circumstances. I'm worried. And you just see... Uh, so, so Beldrum is like wiry, tense. He's he's thin, and he's just basically like muscle and bone and skin, and there's no fat on him. And the ropes that are his that his body that are his body tense up to the point where it looks like he might burst a blood vessel or die. And he says through his teeth, "The ire, one of the ire, might be lying to us." We have to survive and save the ire. <sighs> All right. So that's so that's our plan. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Howling North, where our heroes learned that a Viking's greatest enemy is a ladder. If you liked this, then head on over to fanable.com. We've done a lot of games, and I'm sure we've got something that'll strike your fancy. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and we even have our own Discord server. And if you want to throw a few coins to your scald, then go to Patreon forward slash Fandible and become a member. You get early releases and access to special Discord chats, and we get to keep the torches burning. Finally, please give us a rate and review wherever you find or listen to podcasts. It helps us reach more listeners like you. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.